Hi everyone, welcome to the week one podcast. The topic today is what is sociology and the sociological imagination? While there are many definitions of sociology as an academic discipline, we can generally say that it's concerned with understanding patterns of social relationship and social action between the members of a given society. The term sociology itself stems from Latin and Greek roots, which mean companion and study of. Hence, we can broadly define sociology as the study of society. But what is society exactly? Again, there are no universally accepted definitions here, as this is a very complex issue. But on a general level, we can say that society is a community of people who share a common geographical location and are engaged in varying levels of social interaction with each other. In addition, these people often share a common set of beliefs, values and norms, and they're governed by various social structures, such as government, which helps to regulate their social behaviour. So given this definition of sociology and society, you might be curious as to how do sociologists actually conduct their work? Now, while there are many different research approaches in sociology, all sociologists subscribe to a commitment to developing their sociological imagination. And the sociological imagination is a phrase that was originally coined by the American sociologist C. Wright Mills. Mills describes the sociological imagination as a lens through which we can appreciate the connection between the events in our lives and broader social historical, political, and economic forces. His point was that while we often hold that we as individuals make rational and autonomous decisions about our lives, free of any social influences or constraints, in reality, if we examine more carefully, our everyday decisions are profoundly shaped by our own upbringing, our socialization, and with our interactions um, with our social environment. And indeed, as C. Wright Mills noted, frequently people sense that they are trapped in situations which they have limited or no control over, thereby causing them significant unhappiness in their lives. But the sociological imagination is a way to provide us a greater self-insight into our own life situation and into our own actions by illustrating how our lives are shaped by broader social factors which we were previously invisible to. As we come to realise that our personal struggles are not simply faced by us as individuals, we might feel empowered to take actions which might actually address the root causes of the troubles that we face in our everyday lives. For instance, through engaging in political protest or political lobbying efforts to change a public policy that's causing us harm. Another benefit of a sociological imagination is that it can help us to tackle social myths which bias understandings of public issues. For instance, sociology can help us understand discourses which justify, rationalize, or excuse sexism, and we can identify ways to challenge the problem of sexism in society through the use of the sociological imagination. This is because the sociological imagination requires us to investigate the historical origins of these myths, as well as the negative social impacts they're having on society through challenging previously taken for granted ways of thinking and previously taken for granted social practices which underpinned uh, injustices in society. 
And through illustrating that these myths have weak foundations, ultimately, we can develop the confidence that the status quo is not natural or inevitable. It's a political, historical and social construction which can be changed by us as individuals. And finally, the sociological imagination is useful because it gives us the tools to critically but fairly understand cultural differences, which is obviously of, of paramount importance in a multicultural society such as Australia. This is because it allows us to avoid judging other cultures through an ethnocentric lens. That is the assumption that our cultural norms, values and beliefs are inherently superior and that other cultures naturally must be presumed to be of inferior value. So for all of these reasons, the sociological imagination allows us to understand the social causes and impacts of public problems and it helps us to, to diagnose how as a society we can collectively address them. One last key point to note, while sociologists believe that human behaviour is profoundly shaped by the social context and social environment in which we find ourselves, it is also important to note that sociologists do not believe that we are simply passively programmed by society like a robot, as human beings always have a degree of ability and scope to make our own life decisions autonomously. While social forces do restrict our freedom to varying degrees and varying kinds, we also have the capacity as individuals to affect significant social change. For instance, think of the monumental impact individuals like Martin Luther King or Nelson Mandela have had on their societies. In other words, it must always be remembered that while individuals can significantly influence society, society can simultaneously significantly influence individuals. And that's what makes uh, sociology as an academic discipline so interesting.